to me, it was the right fit you know, against the New York Giants. Like, this is this is the New York Giants. If you don't like it, then you're welcome to leave. But that's the way that we do things around here. Man, I'm so blessed. It's crazy. I've been manifesting New York. I, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be New York, but now that we're here, man, God is good. Once a giant, always a giant. For me, it's only a giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by the USA Today Network. I am your host, Art Stapleton. I told you we had a special edition of the podcast for week one. It is here, and I'd like to welcome in my guest, the general manager of the New York Giants, Joe Shane. Joe, thanks for joining me. I know it's a busy time. Exhale a little bit and get ready for game one. Yeah, trying to. Um, you know, again, August was a long month, just trying to keep 90 guys healthy. And there's a couple of different scenarios where we had to sign guys on Friday to play in Sunday. So, um, you know, you typically in game week, once you get past, you know, Tuesday and you kind of figure out who's going to be available and who's not, it, you know, it does calm down a little bit. And there was a little bit of that this week, which was a, which was a big relief. I, yeah, I can appreciate that. Going from, you know, the days are long, but the weeks are really really fast so i gotta imagine that in your situation you think about oh we got time dave's said that a lot you know oh we got time we got a ways to go ways to go well yeah the ways to go is kind of here right exactly uh before we get into that obviously the season kicks off last night and as i'm watching the game in la between the rams and the bills i kept thinking of the guys who are here now the people are here now that were invested so invested in what you guys were able to build up in Buffalo take me through a little bit I know you're probably not watching the game the the same way as you normally would you know as a GM but from your perspective emotions you see guys I know you were very involved in Gabe Davis being drafted and he catches Mm -hmm. a touchdown what's that like for you now knowing that you know the season kicks off but it's a team that you were so invested in kind of kicks it off last night in such yeah, great style. Uh, obviously, Brandon, you know, one of my best friends in the world, and then, you know, Sean McDermott, I think the world of him and, and learned a lot from him. And then the Pagulas, you know, just from a leadership standpoint, I think the world of, of all those people. And then you go through and you start looking at the players. And, you know, for me watching the game, you almost relive the process about how they were acquired, you know, on offense. Pretty much most of the guys other than, you know, Saffold and Crowder were guys that, you know, we acquired. So, you you know, you go through like, oh, I remember I was talking to my son, like, you know, how the Steph Diggs trade went by, you know, how the Gabe Davis thing went down. You know, you think about the process before drafting Josh and, you know, defensively. So through my eyes, I kind of look at how they were built and, you know, a lot of fond memories there. And from a you know personnel standpoint, you look at how they were built and then how the Rams won the Super Bowl. You know their GM. What was his? You know, completely different. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly. You what know, was tra- it? Forget after uh, draft picks or, or whatever. And then you got a team who you know homegrown talent. Dane Jackson's a seventh round pick. Had an interception last night. You know, you just you start going through you know where the players were acquired and and how they were built. So I'm constantly evaluating you know other rosters, other teams, other GMs, how they were built. You know what went well, what didn't. Um, and two different ends of the spectrum. Like Rams just won a Super Bowl with, you know, doing it one way. Bills, you know, look like a team that could potentially be a Super Bowl champion. 
um, you know, built mostly through the draft, and then you know when the time was right, you know, took some shots. So, anyways, enjoyed watching the game. I, I cared deeply about that organization, a lot of people in the organization, and just happy to see them have success and get off on a good start. You mentioned your son before we dive into it. You're, it's an adjustment for everybody, but your family getting adjusted to to being here now and wearing the NY and not, you know, I'm sure he was a Bills fan and yeah. grew up invested. How, how's that been for your family adjusting to North Jersey and getting ready to be here? Yeah, it's been good. And school started this week, so now we're completely back to normalcy and, you know, new friends. And, uh, you know, they're both involved, uh, or, you know, my two oldest are involved in extracurricular activities. So yeah. we're able to meet some kids throughout the year. So, yeah, it was fun. And again, I, you know, our relationship with a lot of people in Buffalo, you know, again, the, you know, the whole family was rooting for the Bills last night. And, you know, again, fantasy football is big. So, <laughs> you know, everybody within the family had, had different uh, interests in terms of who they were rooting for based on their fantasy football teams. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. I'm glad football's back. Gotcha. Well, you know, I, I was looking back and trying to think of where I wanted to go with the with the interview, and I definitely want to do a little bit of your journey to get here. Um, one thing I found going back to, I guess it was 2000, 2001, you're, you're in college, you're deciding what you want to do. I know you had the internship in Carolina. The thing that struck out to, struck me was you had a job offer in medical sales from Stryker, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and you took the offer and you put it in an envelope but didn't mail it back. Can you take me back to that? And now when you look back, 20 years later, you know, almost a sliding doors concept. It, yeah. Had you mailed that in and taken that job and not gone this direction, did you ever think about what your life would be like? Oh, yeah, all the time. I, mean, I thought about it before. I, I knew I was at a crossroad. And, uh, the, you know, to take you back, it was... I interviewed Kalamazoo was only like 45 minutes from my house. So Kalamazoo, Michigan, I drove up there over Thanksgiving break, had an in-person interview and, you know, got the, got the job offer like a week later. Well, that's the only job I had ever interviewed for in my life. And I'm like, well, is this really what I want to do? I haven't explored other options. Later on in January and February, when we got back to school, I had some other interviews and, you know, some of my buddies that I played football with were having a great time at Stryker. They were making good money, good company. And, you know, I reflected on my internship I had done that summer and I with Brandon and right. I, with the Carolina Panthers and I'm like, man, I had so much fun. It was easy to go to work every day. It was, it was you know, it's just, it's ideally what I wanted to do. But, you know, again, you're graduating from college, the chance to make good money, um, you know, travel, the job in Striker, I would have traveled and um, I just couldn't make the decision. And, and thank God they called me on. It's ironic that Friday night they called me. Um, I was at DePaul, and I was going to meet Brandon Bean for dinner that night at the Combine. At the Combine, right. And I had to turn it in by Monday, and they, the guy called me on the phone and said, hey, you know, if you haven't made a decision yet, you know, they're a really good company. I understand it. Um, uh, then, you know, we don't think your heart's in it, so, you know, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and pull the offer off. And I was a little bit mad at first, but in, in reality, you know, I, 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 I couldn't make the decision. Like, I was back and forth on pros and cons and you know there was a signing bonus and you know was it and I told my mom that you know when I was walking through it was like it's a cross you know it's a fork in the road in your life like if I go to you know Michigan okay my wife's probably gonna be somebody else if I get my yeah. life's gonna be different if I go to Charlotte like you're you know that's truly how I was thinking about it and uh you know I went I had dinner with Brandon and he said hey, I can't guarantee we're gonna have something it may be player programs you know I, ideally I wanted to get into scouting and uh they pulled the job offer. You know, I told him that night. You know, I was all in whatever they had. I didn't care what it was. And you know, eventually there was a job opening and scouting. And uh, I've told this before, but Jack Bushovsky was my boss, and he interviewed me. And he's like, "Well, you know, do you want to scout?" And I'm like, "I made the." I said, "Yeah, I just want to get my foot in the door and I'll right. do whatever I can." And he's like, 
I don't effing want somebody that wants to get their foot in the door. I want somebody that wants to scout. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I didn't get this job. <laughs> not getting this job. Uh, but I truly, I just want to get my foot in the door and, you know, work my tail off. And, you know, luckily, you know, he circled back and I ended up getting the job offer. And, you know, the rest is history. What did you ever do with the job offer that was in the piece of paper that was in the envelope? Did you just throw it in the garbage? That's a good question. It? I know it was in a FedEx thing because it was ready to go. All I had to do was put it in the, you know, take it to the FedEx or right. um, and, and send it. It was ready to go for that Monday. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I ever did with it. That's a good question. Well, that'd I was be probably, fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I could find that. Yeah. <laughs> well, since I've moved three or four times, I don't think I have it anymore. Yeah. I'm guessing somebody might. Somebody, yeah. Maybe somebody has the the Joe Shane job offer. Yeah. From yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, obviously, you said you you ended up in in Carolina with with Brandon, and the rest is history. Now you're sitting here as the general manager of an NFL franchise, one of the founding franchises. Uh, when it comes to you, though, they always say, you know, you, either you're you're a player or a scout or you're in accounting. You are a scout by nature, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you talked to us last week, you talked about how, you know, your weekends, you're, you're still going to go out there and scout. You yeah. believe that that's a big part of this process. Um, what are the differences of scouting during the season at games versus your draft process when you get to go to the campuses early and you can kind of rub elbows with people and really yeah. dig in on on prospects. Yeah, I'm a big believer in the fall grades when they're actually playing football and pads versus, you know, the underwear Olympics when you get to the combine. That can skew right. your your opinion. So I like to get out and see players live, how they move around, whether it's practice in a game, uh, how they react, you know, how are they on the sidelines. Um, you know, again, to me, it's confirmation. When you see it with your own eyes and it, it matches up with what you saw in film, you feel a lot more comfortable when you turn the card in. I've just always felt that way. Um, I'm learning now that it's going to be harder to get out and there's you know yeah. less time in my, at my desk where I can watch film. Um, truly, the general manager job is you're generally managing a lot of things. And it's, you know, the days of 10 hours of, of film in your, in your office are going by the wayside but i've got a good opportunity to you know be with dave's support him throughout the week and then get on the road on fridays or saturdays and see a game or two before you know meeting up with the team so i think it's essential you know there's a big part of that that we really don't see the public doesn't see what you have going on the scheduling making sure you're at x number of games give me a sense this weekend going in how many games are the giants represented at college wise with scouts and and really the season has uh, is starting to really rev up. Yeah, so most of the area scouts, what I encourage them to do is you know be on the road for basically you know say you leave the house on a Tuesday, you stay out, you go to a game that weekend, and then you're out till Thursday the next week, then you're home. So it's kind of home a weekend, gone a weekend, home you know. So there's Thursday night games, there's Friday night games, Saturday. We'll have a couple scouts at Friday night games this week. Um, you know, I was able to see four games last weekend and. Uh, three days. I'm going to see two games this weekend. Oh wow! So um, I'm able to get out. Uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be represented well at you know a lot of games this weekend as well. So it just, it just kind of marries up with you know when the scouts are you know the weekend on the road and when they're home. There's Thursday night games as well. So um, we're firm believers in you know seeing players live at, at games as well as in practice. So for you, Joe Shane, the scout. You get to a game, you know. I know we you were in Columbus last week. You know, Ohio State, Notre Dame. You get get to the press box. How do you like doing it? Without, I don't expect you to say here's here Art. Here are all the guys I'm looking at. But yeah. 
from a perspective, do you go in with a list of names that you're looking for? Do you want to try to take a global view? How do you get the most out of your opportunity being there? Yeah, that's a good question. So what, what I try to do during the week when I can, usually it's in the evenings when things slow down and you know there's not as many people in the building but i'll throw on you know where we are in the year calendar right now it's september 9th or whatever it is here and um so you know I, i've already watched you know two games on both sides of the ball the teams i'm going to see this weekend so i try to have a feel and i kind of make a checklist hey you know whether it's you know can this guy run you know question his quickness um how, how long are his arms how big is he so when i go in i have a plan like this is what i want to get out of this game you know, this is what I really want to look at. And, you know, I have a list of all the guys that, you know, our scouts, you know, graded. I'll have their grades. Um, and then there'll be a certain, like, Mendoza line, like, I'm definitely going to focus on. Because, again, there's some of these games, there's a lot of players on both sides sure. of the ball. So you got to narrow your focus in terms of whether it's team need, who you really want to look at, you know, questions you need to answer, stuff you're not sure of. So, and I encourage my scouts to do the same thing. Always have a plan when you go to see these players in terms of what you want to get out of it. And you do that by watching the film before you go. So it's, you know, just not a blind look. Yeah, it's kind of funny because when, when we hear Joe's going to this game, it's all of a sudden we try to play the game of, okay, who might they be looking at? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, oh, well, he's got to look at this guy. Sometimes it's, you know, you're looking at the quarterback or you're looking at this. And sometimes it's probably a little bit more extensive than that, especially when you're just, not just, but when you're an area scout. But when you're a GM, you got to yeah. make the most of your time. Yeah, and you're trying to cast a wide net, see as many players as you can. And then, again, we got a long way till April to start to really narrow our focus. Right. So try to see as many as I can now. I still got the spring when I can go see them. I got all-star games, the combine. So um, I do like to see guys in the fall. But, it, again, it's a long process, and this is just the start of it. How are you making this weekend work when I would assume you want to be there on Sunday to be with your guys and even though it's not you know it's not like I gotta imagine that there's a balance between you don't want to be in all the meetings for the coaches you want to kind of let them do what they got to do but your travel can get pretty hectic and if you kind of take some chances you know I would assume you want to be there week one yeah I'll, on I'll, I'll definitely be there I'll get in late Sunday night so I'll, I'll be there and I'll be there for Dave's and that's kind of my my plan this year is be here throughout the week with him as you know whether it's a sounding board somebody to talk to you know talk through any issues we may have inactives game plans whatever just be here for him um and the staff and then you know utilize you know fridays and saturdays to get out and see guys and then obviously be back whether it's a home game or away game right. be back for our games yeah i won't miss any of our games gotcha do you remember the first player as a scout that the team drafted i've always been told that that's a sense of pride for for a scout when you're an area scout or a national scout do you remember going back in your days? Is there somebody that, that, that somebody you, that, yeah, that you scouted that you you kind of pounded the table for that the team actually drafted? Yeah, I would say, gosh, probably when I was in that, you know, because I started off as a, you know our first first pick ever in the league was Julius Pepper, so that was a good one. <laughs> um, and then, gosh, I would say probably when Thomas Davis came out. Um, you know, that wasn't my area, but it was a guy that we had all watched, and there was discrepancies between, you know, some of the coaching staff and the personnel staff. So kind of the first time going through that, because Derek Johnson was in the same draft, and Thomas Davis okay. was a projection from safety to linebacker. So, you know, again, the, you know, they both ended up being really good players, but, you know, he's a guy that kind of going through the process, pounding the table, you know, just the, the staff in general for a projection player over a player that plays the position. Right. And he turned out to be a really good player for a long time. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that was one of the first ones going through it that, you know, we were convicted on. And Derek Johnson was actually in my area. So oh, wow. kind of went outside of my area with, with the guy that I thought, 
you know, again, if it, if it was apples to apples, who we would take. So. Interesting. That, that's an yeah. interesting one. Uh, so you have your GM checklist, I would imagine, when you get the job and then you start moving things around. You're you're here now, week one. I know, you know, I remember asking you last week the idea of, are you ready? Do you want more time? That kind of thing. I guess you're ready when you're ready, right? Uh, um, how much do you feel when you look at this team – what what do you like most about the team that you guys have assembled that you're going to take down to Nashville this weekend? Yeah, I like um, the professionalism, the attitude, the, the way we practice this week. Um, you know, the, the I've seen the hard work and, and, and effort that they put in since you know they arrived here in in uh, April. So, you know, I, I'm excited. Again, I I really don't know what to expect, and I've said this before. Usually, to me, it takes you know three to four weeks to figure out who your team is. So. Um, Dayball's never been a head coach. You know, Kafka's never been a coordinator. You know, we, we've never coached these players. How are they going to react? So um, I'm excited. I appreciate all the work that they, you know, the players have put into it. Um, you know, I think we got a sound game plan. So it's just, you know, Coach Dave, Dave all talked about it today. It's just about execution, knowing your assignment, go out and execute and play fast. It's funny you say that because no one expects we always say that's what we think going into the weekend yeah. but to know that you guys you know really across the board it's human nature you're not sure what what's going to happen on sunday you may run a play and it doesn't work or you may run a play that you said ah, i don't know about and then it hits for 60 yards and you're like hey look at it look at us we're geniuses you know that kind of thing yeah it's a weird situation to be in now that you you know the hay is never in the barn, I guess, when you're, you're a general yeah. manager. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not. And and that's where, again, throughout my entire career, going into week one, I always feel the same. Like I'm curious to see because every team is a new team. You, you have different pieces year in and year out. Again, different leadership this year on the coaching staff. So um, new system offensively, new system defensively, you know, special teams. So um, I'm excited. Do you feel like you have foundational pieces as players on this roster that – I know it's a day-to-day thing, and you're only planning for week one, but also with a long-term view here. Uh, do you feel good about some of the foundational pieces that you have in this roster that you know you can go forward with? Yeah, I do. I think there's some 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 good players on the roster that were that were here previously. I think there's some some good ones that we brought in. Um, then again, I don't want to get into naming them individually because I got you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I do think there are some pieces in place. And again, another you know another off season, where, you know, we'll have some you know financial flexibility. Another draft. Again, I think you know you got to have the you know short term view and then also the long term plan in place. And uh, you know, I do think there are some good pieces here to build around. Do you have a game day routine that you will have on Sunday? That you know, it's a new role, so. What, what will you do? What will your Sunday be like uh, after getting into Nashville late Saturday night? What, yeah. What's your, you know, how are you going to handle game one? Yeah, to get my mind off it and the ner- nervous energy, I'll, I'll typically go get a workout in, you know, maybe maybe a run, you know, depending on the weather outside, but just, just kind of listen to some music and uh, get my mind off of things. And, um, you know, again, there's... Uh, there'll be a lot of nervous energy for me, and it's it's a later game too. You know, yep. I, I wish it was a one o'clock game just to get up and go, which would be noon there. But uh, yeah, probably work out just to get my mind off of things, and you know, just uh, uh, that'll probably be it. You listen to the music when you're working out. Yeah, give me a flavor. Who I'm, a, I'm a country music guy. Country I, guy. I like country. Yeah, or I'll go back to the you know 
90s rap from uh, you know when I was in middle school and high school and stuff. So th- those are my two when, I, when I'm working out that I that I listen to. Well, that's good. Well, country, <laughs> I think you might have to search long and wide to find any country in Nashville, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so listen, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here and doing this for me. Um, you know, I was looking at the calendar and not to move and fast forward to anything, but four months for today from today, you'll have played your last regular season game from this season, oh, wow. which is insane to think about how quickly things move in this league. If you fast forward to then, if you're guessing where you're at, you will be viewed this season will be viewed as a success if in that situation what are you thinking what do you think you would feel four months from now as far as where you guys are at what what makes a successful season for the for you guys yeah that's hard to identify just because again we i haven't even played a game with these guys yet so i don't know how they're gonna react but i mean that would be i think again we we mentioned earlier some foundational pieces again to see see those guys contribute um you know the draft track draft class i'm excited about see their contribution daves is a head coach the coordinators um again there's a lot of a lot of people doing things for the first time so you know without putting a you know win total or you know again i just want to see progress and i've said that since my first press conference you know guys continue to play to play well as a team um you know getting better seeing improvement and you know seeing that the future is bright you know are all things you know i'm hoping here in, in january i can sit and say okay they, these things all happen and the future is bright you know it's funny i talked to my wife this morning and told her we were doing this interview and i said I, you know i used some of the questions and she was one of the one of the people who said you know four months it goes so go by so fast yeah you'd almost want to be sitting there saying okay well we got to get ready for a game next weekend yeah yeah i do you know? I, ideally that would be yeah, yeah that would be really good but again just trying to develop a new culture and you know again i, I think sarkeesian i read something the other day he said some you know culture beats talent sometimes and i think that's going to be important for us as, as we're building the culture and bringing players in and uh continue to find you know guys that are smart tough and dependable and you know again i think that's going to set a strong foundation you know as we build this thing so so that that day that the FedEx envelope did not go out, and you drove to Indianapolis to be with Brandon, uh, you were all in on on this. And now, you know, 21 years later, you're general manager of an NFL football team. So I really appreciate and wish you all the success and health this year. And I look forward to covering you, working with you. And that's about it for today's podcast. So I hope everyone enjoyed the special edition. And good luck on Sunday, Joe. All right, thanks, Art. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you.